0: We did not authorize an eye for eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize. 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 We We did not authorize. We We did not not
1: Back for another week, and we just feel blessed to be here. Yeah, let's do this damn thing. What's up? It's the Hideout 106.7 iml Hefe. That's my best friend, J Dubs, and we want to party with you all night long. So call us on the party line
2: 866
3: 277
4: 4969. 866
1: 277 4969. We're wearing sexy dresses, yes, and uh, also to go to radiohideout.com. All right, Fezzy. I know Fez, Fez keeps track of how far into the show we get gay, Yeah, that's a new record. Yeah. That has uh, 36 seconds. 36 seconds into the show, and voila, there it was. Uh, RadioHideout.com is there for you as well. Got a very gay show for you planned today. Actually, yeah, Yeah. we do. (laughs) Now that I look at it, yes, we do. But uh, we do it for laughs, not lust. That's the new thing in the hideout, for laughs, not lust. Um, If you go to RadioHideout.com, of course, you're going to get all the info on... uh, on, on the show, but also, too, the pictures are up from the crowning of the new leader of the Negro Nation. Of course, we want to congratulate Blackness again. He is the new big brother in the hideout. Um, that is under the gallery section. Also, too, with all of the political stuff going on, a new survey on RadioHideout.com, uh, are you registered to vote? Uh, a very simple one, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to get a feel of our listeners. And uh, I should have put some a qualifier up, uh, uh, are you 18, and registered to vote, because I have a feeling that a lot of the no's probably are from those that are not yet legally able to vote. However, go to the website, and uh, i just kind of like to know where you're at as far as that is concerned. Um uh, just cause there's so much going on, I just want.
3: And it really is getting close to the time where you need to get that done. Yeah, exactly. Because try to go in there the last few days before the election and register to vote.
1: And the other thing too that I want to do, I believe there's a cutoff date as well. I need to educate myself on that. For, remember when uh, I, I, uh, you took me in to get my
3: uh, registered card the first year for uh, presidential elections, and we waited,
1: I think two hours. We did, didn't I? Did that, didn't yeah. I? It was that back in Michigan for 2000. Yeah. Get out of here. Look at me being a nice dude. How about that? Me and Parker. That's true. I sure did. How about that? I right, see. So I'm an activist in my own way. My name's El Jefe. Uh, another thing that I am not, but you can find it on com uh, a singer. As coming up this Wednesday, we are finally having the finals. We will have that person who wins Wednesday night uh, at the Champs in Fair Oaks, Whoever does the best with karaoke is going to Mazatlan, Mexico. It's a trip for two. It's airfare. Um, it's a whole setup. Um, There's some tours involved. It's a really great trip. And we've been getting people qualified traveling all over the D.C. metro area, Virginia, D.C., Maryland. And I want to bring in uh, Jay and Anthony, who have stopped by real quick. While we're bringing them in, uh, Mike, you're in the hideout on JFK.
4: Yeah, man, I think uh, voting is an underrated uh, process in America. A lot of people don't take it seriously. It's uh, it's a sad thing almost. Uh, I just saw Fahrenheit 9-11, and I think a lot of people would uh, have strong feelings towards voting, but they just don't actually go out and uh, express their, cast their vote, you know?
1: I hear you, Mike, and thank you. And, Dubs, it's actually something we've talked about. That's been a constant problem forever, that not enough people go out and vote. We get pissed off, even more so than people who are on the other side of our political beliefs, We get pissed at the people like Bateman who don't care, who don't have time for it because, you know, they're busy on Mm Pornodan.com, you know. And I had a friend in in college, uh, I did a radio show with him, so bright and educated and young and coming up and just a, you know, he is so full of promise, but refused to vote. He thought his vote didn't matter. And I was like, "Come on, you're better than that. You're smarter than that. you're You're a political science major. How are you not voting? And I guess that's part of the reason um, why he didn't come in. Can we get Anthony and Jay in here, guys? Um, Robert, you're in the hideout on
4: JFK. What's so up, guys? What's up, Rob? Great show, guys. Um, I just want to let you know, wanted to uh,
5: ask you guys a question. I've been reading, uh, in the, on the internet, so I'm not sure, you know, how, how legit this is, but it seems like, like they're maybe thinking about passing, um, a draft, uh, law. Uh uh-huh. and, and I hear it's not just like a Republican thing, but I heard that, you know, even if Kerry gets elected, that's what they're going to go. That's what they're going to end up doing because whoever gets elected, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, they're saying that you know that no one's
1: really going to come out of Iraq now. As you know, and I I wouldn't be surprised. If, <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I just like that one place. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he was excited about his own thoughts. Um, whatever the case, I've heard those leagues too, and I don't know. I mean, see, you don't see people going into the service.
3: You heard that right after 9-11. They were going to reinstate the draft. It just it, it just uh, it really depends I'm a lot of, of things.
1: I'm out of that age, right? I'm 26. You're still in it for, uh, you know, what, another four years? Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. So Punani's the only one who could be left behind. It could be Johnny's hideout. Is that right, Panani? Oh, Jay is here. Jay, you had the answer to that? Yeah, I think it's about another four years because my wife keeps telling me that I might have to go, even though I'm married and
3: I have a kid. But, but they take the 18-year-olds first. It goes in kind of layers. Oh, really? You know, like I think three-year increments or something like that.
1: Well, we did a lot of political talk last Friday night after we saw the movie. You want to have a little bit more uh, fun tonight in the hideout. So, Anthony and Jay are here. What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? How are you guys? Um, you guys are somewhat
6: the karaoke kings of the area. The mad karaoke DJs in, in the house.
1: In fact, I, saw, I met Anthony originally up at the Firehouse Grill. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were performing out there. You had like a little R&B group thing going. This guy's a very, very talented singer. Then he came out. He's actually one of the runners-up. Uh, you. I need you to be at this champs regardless because I have a feeling some people are not going to be
6: showing up. That's what I hear from Jack, some of the winners. He called me the night man, but I, I've i got a show that night.
1: Oh, do you really? Because yeah. this cat, Anthony, pulled off Prince. Really? And it is tough to pull off something like Prince, but he nailed it. And the I think it was Gwen who did Gladys Knight that ended up beating him. But you, you got skills, bro.
6: You got to do Do you do any of the
1: acapella stuff? Acapella stuff?
6: Yeah, I do cappella stuff all the time. You want to do it right now? Uh, it, want to it? It's so hard to say goodbye.
1: It's like we have Wanye from Boys to Men in here right now. Real quick, let's hear it.
6: <laughs> pressure, no pressure at all. How do I say goodbye to what we have?
1: That's good enough for me. I like that. Yeah! It is hard. That's tough, but I'm digging it, bro. Again, I have no musical talent at all. No. So How do I... We'll
6: find out when... Say goodbye. goodbye. We, we, want to, we want to cut... Paula, Randy, and I just want to go ahead and cut you off right now. <laughs> How do I... <laughs> see, I can't... Why would you laugh at that? I mean, wor- you're even worse than me. I'm going fun on Wednesday with that one. <laughs> oh, see, no, now, no, here's no, the I thing. You're going to test your skills, though, man.
1: Yeah, I've been saying that I will sing at the final gig because we have five people who have qualified and I will sing probably to wrap the whole thing up karaoke I only sang karaoke once at our Christmas party yeah. at the old station and I butchered Tool I mean I just butchered it and I also sang Britney with Shafi. so I am going to sing this Wednesday and you Anthony did a, a really cool thing w- what is this you've, you're giving to me?
6: okay well um I pulled some stuff off the digital karaoke system here, run a little karaoke company. Uh, uh-huh. And I uh, pulled ten songs off of the uh off the digital hard drive from the karaoke system here that I think uh that I think you'll like. These will be some good ones here that you can pull All out. Alright, so
1: dubs, these are some that I could possibly I could possibly do, okay? Are you ready here? Yeah. Alright. Aerials from System of a Down. I got this I got the surge look. Maybe I got the surge voice. Chop Suey, Inner Vision, Toxicity. Those are four that I could pick from from System of a Down. I'll tell you, I've been practicing a little bit. Yeah, in your car. Okay. Yes, I have. And uh, also... It is gym. so
3: uncomfortable riding in a car with him when he's got the music jacked up. Don't you just love that? Yeah.
6: Like, oh, man, it's my jam. It's my death yeah. ago. long
1: ago. <laughs> All right, it's not like that, is it? It, it is that <laughs> bad. In an instrumental version will be no lyrics, but just him. Oh, Jesus. All right, then number five is closer. See, now I don't want to do this. You, you suck, dubs. You absolutely I mean, suck. I can
6: pull this off, man. You can do this.
1: All right, Marilyn Manson on here. Beautiful people on the dope show. Hmm. A perfect circle, three Libras in the hollow. I've been I've been trying, I c I don't even think I could I'll butcher. I'll butcher a perfect circle. There's no possible way that anybody really can pull off Maynard singing. And then Audio Slave, uh what you are. I think I'm gonna have to go with the beautiful people. I think that's the one that I could probably do best.
6: Why don't you just make it easy, man? Why don't you just sing something like Summer Nights? <laughs> Grab a girl like out of car to do summer nights. Nice. You can't put that one in there, Dubs. It won't read it. Won't it's read a CDG.
1: It. It's got graphics.
5: Well, I, I've actually Hold pulled on. some. No, d- there's no graphics on it.
1: I've pulled some hooks, though. I've actually pulled some hooks that we can do a little bit later on. Because we got to get to whose weekend was it. We actually have Fahrenheit 9-11 tickets to give away. But I wanted to thank you, Anthony, for coming through and Absolutely. at least giving My me pleasure. something. Now, what CD do I have? You have soul projects. You actually got Anthony's actual stuff that... Oh, what do, you do? Right Oh, on. nice. All right, it's cool. Def- that's definitely. Do, you have, do we have the same ones?
6: Yes, you have yeah. got the yep. same ones. As maybe
1: us. we'll go with into the. Maybe we'll play into the road at the end of this segment because he's got into the road live that we can do. I love hearing that.
6: Yeah, we did that one live the night you came down the firehouse group. You had to come down here. Sweet.
1: Beautiful. I like this, man. And, Jay, thank you to you. You've been very supportive of the whole karaoke gig. We appreciate this, guys. Oh, no, All right, we'll holler at you. Okay, thank you okay. so much for stopping by. And Soul Project. What is it? You
6: got a website for Soul Project? Not yet. Um, I've got a website, a karaoke website. It's a very long Yahoo group's name. It's very simple. Just go to groups.yahoo.com and type in the words Mr. Fingers and it will take you straight to the website.
1: All right, fair enough. Maybe we can get yeah. that over to Bad Monkey and put a link up on Radio Hideout. Any dates that you want to plug or anything?
6: Uh, well, let's see. Tuesday nights I do a karaoke show at uh, Boss Bluff Tavern in uh, Leesburg. Tem- uh, Wednesday nights I'm at the Backyard Grill and Bar. Hey, Sam, I know he's out there listening. In uh, Chantilly, and Thursday nights I'm at Houlihan's in Chantilly Austin.
1: Very nice. But remember this Wednesday, come support the finalists for oh, absolutely. Uh, the absolutely. champs, karaoke in the Fair Oaks, and watch me sing. And now that pisses me off that we actually have uh, (laughs) we have a bed from beautiful people, and I'll get to (laughs) say thank you guys. All right, uh, I got a feeling I'm getting sick before Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know about you, Dobbs, but I I think that's gonna happen. All right, here we go. 866-277-4969. Hey, uh, also too, uh, Fahrenheit nine eleven tickets. We have these to give away. If you want to play our weekend recap game called Whose Weekend Was It? It's very simple. It is us. Um, We did a lot of stuff over the weekend. So uh, with that, we, uh, we play a little game to keep you entertained with it. And uh, kind of gives us a chance to tell uh, some of the, the silliness that happened with the hideout crew. Again, if you want to uh, win Fahrenheit 911 tickets. 866
3: 277 4969. 866 277 4969.
1: Call in and win. Game is real simple. You have to get two out of three correct. Yep. You name was it Bateman? Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Whose weekend was it? Who did the following things? And uh, we go from there. Now, uh, we'll bring over Johnny Punani. Johnny Puhan- Punani will again host whose weekend was it here in the hideout. Fahrenheit 9-11 tickets at stake. 866 277 We'll start out with a guy who actually is on RadioHideout.com right now under the gallery section black albert welcome into the hideout on jfk what's up bro hey what's up Al? how you doing man I'm doing all right have you recovered at all from the uh tongue lashing the tongue lashing you took when the uh, when the boys were in yeah yeah i've recovered all right you don't feel like you were schooled in any way or you at least feel better about yourself yeah, I feel ba- I feel good. All right, good. That's good to know that you've recovered. Punani, let's play Whose Weekend Was It with Black Albert for Fahrenheit 9-11 tickets. Black Albert. Over the weekend, this hideout member felt bad after he told a friend he needed to teach his girlfriend a lesson. Whose weekend was it? Hey I'm sorry. Dubs usually makes the domestic violence jokes. That was actually me. Uh, a buddy of mine who plays on the hounds was telling me about his chick standing him, um, standing him up. And um he was mad at her and so I was like, You need to teach that chick a lesson Teach her a lesson And he thought he he was like, No man, I can't do that <laughs> I'm like, No, you don't hit them, you never hit a woman uh. just the next go round you stand her up. That's how you teach
3: a lesson. Or or you do like the thing where she thinks you're going to hit you and she just cowers down and you no. go, yeah, oh, no, that's no. right.
1: No, you don't. You, you don't hit her. No, you don't do that at all. But you, you you put the fear in her. No, you don't. I was just, I felt really bad that he thought for a second that I would be the kind of person to lay my hands on a woman in that way. No, that's not. You smack her on the nose of the newspaper. Stop it. <laughs> Here we go, Black Albert. Uh, whose weekend was he? You missed that one, but if you get the next two, you're okay. Over the weekend, this hideout member went to a pimps and hoes party Saturday night, even though he was dressed in regular clothes. Whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Fahrenheit 911 tickets at stake. Who went to a pimps and hoes party? I got to go with Bateman. Yes, that was Bateman. Congratulations, Bateman. Tell us about your pimps and hoes party. What is this? What happened here? Uh, my friend
5: was throwing a party, and uh, she called me late Saturday and was. A Turn your game. radio
1: down, Black Albert. Come on. You should know this stuff by now.
5: Uh-huh. Uh huh. She said, "Hey, come on over." And I said, "I don't
1: have anything to wear."
5: And she said, "Doesn't matter. Just come on over." So I went over, and there were some girls dressed
1: nice and slutty. Dubs, don't you don't you love a pimpson house party? I love it. Yeah, Remember,
3: we had one at our old station. Actually, it was like a, a semi-annual type thing. And it was great
1: because the girls just, if you just call it a pimps and hoes party, the girls, there's something about chicks, they love to dress slutty. Yeah. And they usually do it on Halloween because then that's their way for their sluttiness to come out, and they're not called a slut because it's Halloween and to dress up. It, that's very sexy then. Or it's a pimps and hose party. And, uh, again, their their sexy, skanky whoreness can come out, and they won't feel so guilty about it because they're supposed to be. But for the most part, I hate theme parties. Good job, Black Albert. Here we go. You get this next one. You're going to see Fahrenheit 9-11, the new Michael Moore film from Lionsgate Films and IFC. Over the weekend, this hideout member finished the Tim Harmon 5K in 35 minutes. Whose weekend was it? I gotta go with cafe. Yes, that was me. Neither Bateman nor Dubs were man enough to run the Tim Harmon 5K, and I want to say uh, congratulations to me for running it, and congratulations to you, Black Albert. I I was man enough to run it.
3: I wasn't man enough to wake up to run it.
1: You are going to see Fahrenheit 911, and uh, the only thing is, I I finished in 35 minutes, but I had to stop and walk like after the like about halfway through because my, I could just feel my legs cramping up, and I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before, and I didn't feel well hydrated. I think if I was able to prepare correctly, I would have been able I to uh, finish it. You run
3: every day, so you, that I wouldn't think a 5K would hurt you that bad.
1: I, you, I only run a mile,
3: though. And yeah, it, but still, you've been working on it for a long time.
1: Again, though, I only run usually a mile a day. I'm not used to running that long a distance, and I was going on 5 hours sleep and very dehydrated from drinking the night before, and it just it wasn't working for me. No excuse. I'm just saying I know how my body works. Next time, I think I can make it happen, though. I'm coming in under 30 minutes. Whose weekend was it? Chance for Fahrenheit 9-11 tickets. 866-277-4969. Get two out of three. Sam, you're in the hideout on WJFK. you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Here we go. Over the weekend, this high-out member watched an NFL game from 1998. Whose weekend uh, was it? Dubs. That was uh, Dubs. Uh, congratulations. You were a one-for-one. One.
3: Dubs, what did you want? It was the 1998. Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. The 1-4 Detroit Lions versus the 0-4 oh Chicago Bears.
1: Okay, so this wasn't even a playoff game. What, no. are, you, what are you watching this on? Uh, the NFL Network. So you sat home on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Not only sat home,
3: sat home on the phone with my other friend from Michigan throughout the whole game. We're just talking about it. Just screaming, catch it, Herman Moore, catch it. Run, Batch.
1: I feel sorry for you and uh, the NFL Network. It's beautiful. I love it. They should. There seem to be seriously lacking any sort of programming when they're running the 1-4 and four Lions and the 0-4 oh Bears from 1998. But it's good for Sam. Bears won. Because he knew it was you. Uh, of course they did. The Lions sucked. Uh, here we go. Bobby Ross was at the helm coaching that game. And... Whose weekend was it? Terrible. Over the weekend, this hideout member almost crashed his car into a wall Friday night. Was it Bateman? Yes, it was Bateman, and congratulations to Sam. It's a little easy tonight, as Sam is a winner, and he's going to see Fahrenheit 9-11, the new Michael Moore film that everybody's talking about. And it's a shame you didn't die, Bateman. What happened? Why so bitter? What happened?
3: What happened there, Dale?
1: Actually, I was right near Dub's house. Actually,
5: I was uh, going down this windy road real fast, and it was real rainy and slick, and I almost
3: hydroplaned into a wall.
1: You know who's even maybe a worse driver than Tommy? Because Tommy was recently in an accident. Jag. Really? Our promotions guy.
3: Guess what? Who? Guess who else? almost totaled, actually totaled their car. Who? Spoon. Did he really? Yeah. Actually, about a month ago.
7: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, you uh, you just told me about it today, though. What happened? I guess he was driving in the morning on his way in. It was uh, raining, and he was going 70, and just... Because he was probably late. <laughs> and you, he uh, you just slipped and uh, went right into the wall. Um, is he, He's okay, though, right? Yeah, he's fine, but he didn't have full coverage on that car yet. Oh. So he's paying all of that out of his pocket, plus the rental car. Plus,
1: he recently got that
3: car. Yeah, he got it
1: right when we started, uh, probably about a year and a half ago. By the way, Spoon is a former co-host of the hideout, who is now technically dead uh, to the hideout. But it's good to know that he's he's okay yeah, in real life. Yeah, I
3: mean, it happened about a month ago, and he's been to work ever since. so
1: Don't be late. That's the lesson. Don't be late. Uh, Blue, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. You ready to play whose weekend was it? Yes. All right, here we go. Let's go, uh, Punani. Over the weekend, this hideout member watched the documentary that upset him three times as much as Fahrenheit 9-11. Whose weekend was it, Hefe, Dubs, or Bateman? Hefe? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that was me, and the movie was Control Room. It is the documentary following Al Jazeera. I don't want to get into it because I, I could go off for 30 minutes to an hour. Allow me just to say this: we have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray. And Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is that
8: playing at the same theater that Fahrenheit 9/11 is?
1: Probably. And if you, if you, if I'm telling you, it makes for a great double feature.
3: Um, and well, I believe Ron and Fez are going to be talking to someone from that tomorrow.
1: That's great. In fact, if, in fact, if they do, let me just tell you this real quick about the movie. It um, it just shows the, the Iraqi war, the beginning of it. That's when it's set. It's set at CENTCOM, which is the central command where all of the media was gathered, where they were giving out the, infor- uh, I, I say information in quotations, uh, from the military. And it shows... Al Jazeera's perspective, and it also shows the American media's perspective. So you get to see the Al Jazeera guys side-by-side with the guys from CNN and NBC and uh, the Boston Globe, and you just feel, you really feel let down by the American news media, but then at the same time, you feel sorry for them, because there's literally one point where an American journalist is trying to get information from somebody and all, the, all they're doing is giving information about Jessica Lynch. And they're asking questions about something else. They need other info. And it's just all this Jessica Lynch, hey, look, here's something positive. It's Jessica Lynch. And you can see the American journalist like, get red in the face because they ask the same question. They're getting absolutely no response and getting stonewalled. It's an amazing movie. And I'll tell you, man... I feel bad because I hated Al Jazeera. I thought it was a horrible propaganda thing. You watch this, you see that it's not. I'm sure maybe they have a slant on it, but again, it's, the, doesn't? it's the same kind of slant that a Fox News would have. Or maybe even a CNN. It's, dude, I just feel let down. I'm just going to say that. But, however, Blue, you're one for one and you're one step closer to going to see Fahrenheit nine eleven. Eight six six two 866 866-277-4969. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member told a hot chick to send him a naked picture because it would help her get over her grandfather's death. Whose weekend was it? All right, who would be evil enough to do that? Would it be would it be Hefe, would it be Dubs, or would it be Bateman? Bateman. You know this show. Congratulations. That is Bateman. And again, congratulations to you. You are going to see Fahrenheit 9-11. Hold on, all right? Uh, thank you. Again, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. A couple phone lines open. If you want to play Whose Weekend Was It to Go See Fahrenheit 911 for free. And what happened to you, Bateman? It was one of those things where I
5: uh, wasn't thinking all the way through with what I was saying. And um, she got very <laughs> mad at me afterwards.
1: So, all right, so you're online with the chick.
5: <laughs> yeah, she's like, It's a sad day. My, my grandfather just died. And I was like,
1: I would
3: like to look down at you, but I've played the same angles. You know, you, you, know, or if, like, you know, uh, someone's got cancer, you go, oh, you know, well, take your mind off that will be... Uh... That's exactly what I was thinking. I figured she'd laugh, like, oh,
5: you're so funny, but instead she's like, you're such a pig, don't yeah, never, ever talk to me again. You
3: should have counseled me before that, because I would have told you, no, not a good idea.
1: Well, it was spur of the moment. Did you get any new photos? No. Really? No. She's I, talking to me again, barely. What kind of a relationship was it that you had?
5: Well, we're just friends, but I was just kind of joking around. Cyber? Yeah, something like that.
1: Do you guys sign No,
5: no, no. You no, I've never done that. That's pathetic.
1: You've never uh, punched while uh, typing? No. How can you even do that? Have you watched
5: videos on the screen while you're... No, never. <laughs> I actually, had some girl, like, send me her webcam thing, and she, like, flashed me a few times.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to talk to this son of a bitch about show stuff. I'm typing him, I'm sending him guest info, things like this. And he's like, yeah, hold on, I'm doing something really important. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, I figure maybe he's, you know, taking care of something, maybe already handling another issue for the hideout. No, Bateman uh, is like, yeah, this chick's on webcam right now, and she's showing me her ass. (laughs) And I was like, screw it, I'm signing off. I guess I'm the only one that cares about the show, because Dubs isn't even around anymore. What? (laughs) I am here.
3: You, Mr. Teleworker, whatever you call yourself
1: now, you don't even come to work. You just sit at home on
3: your new computer. Yeah,
1: that's true, and I love it. In fact, I got here at 3 o'clock today, and and, uh, we had nothing to do. I love it when you come in because we go to the mall. So we went to the mall, and in fact, I'll tell you this, Bateman, we've got a gift for you. Oh, God. Yeah. We'll do it a little bit later on in the show. We're going to give you the gift. However, also over the weekend, we went to a goth club. With Matt Albert and Sid Kata. Uh Bateman and I did. And we actually have audio tape of it. So Sid Cada has stuck around. And we're going to play some of this for you. How is it, Bateman? It's pretty funny and
5: incredibly gay. Shocking, I know.
1: Tease some of the track listings that you have. Uh,
5: um, we have Sid Kata's food log of Matt Albert. <laughs> okay, I'm excited already. We have three or four of those, actually. We have um, Sid waking up in the morning... Matt watching Sid as he sleeps. Uh, Matt impersonating Sid's dad. Uh, Sid's dog attacking Matt Albert.
3: Spraying <laughs> that
1: thing well, huh? <laughs>
5: <laughs> and uh, Matt being delirious on the ride home and a few couple outtakes that are pretty funny.
1: All right, so that's coming up next. Also to our buddy PJ has stopped by. We'll talk to him after the break. Corolla, what's up, baby? Did you have something you wanted to add? No, I was just... <laughs> You come rolling in the, in the room like your name's oh, Armenia. Oh. I think he should go to the next sleepover. You know what? You actually suggested that. I would be down with that. Yeah. All the interns. No way. I, that's not a I bad like, idea. I like women. They just don't <laughs> like me. <laughs> you know we should have taken him to this to this club that we went to. If Sid can score. And Sid did score. I'll tell you this next: Takeda was a stone cold pimp at this at this club that we went to. Shocking! All, right, all the details coming up next. Let me just tell you this real quick: My Saturday night, spent waiting for Sidkeda and uh, and Matt Albert. I know you called me. Wish Tommy, to go to a goth club. All of the details are next, and we have audio tape of it. Very quick break, and we'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The
0: Hideout. The Hideout.
1: We were talking about your mom, Dubs, and how she's probably done some really weird things to you. I want you to know that sometimes she food.
3: listens to the show in the uh, illegal underground. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Now I feel bad. She's a whore.
0: <laughs> the Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs. Yeah. Dubs. Big country booty, big country.
6: Booty, oh, you yeah. <laughs> And all that cornbread, and shit, I guess. I tell you where y'all need to go. Where well, they got more women than anywhere. Five. Two. Chris, son, uh, son, not dope. Three races on the Y'all way off. I give y'all a hint. Everybody's business. Wait, spit it out. Church. Sure. Oh, oh,
8: shit.
0: Please. Ain't nobody going to church to catch those no bitches. Looking for black boxes. I like to know that a woman's just stupid enough to ask me. Dubs, F-F-A, on 106.7 WJFK.
1: Welcome back into the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am El that is J-Dubs, 866-277-4969,
3: Two seven seven four nine six
1: nine. All right, it's one forty four. I've got to get up a few hours. Gonna play baseball. Bow Wow News Hound. El Hefe. We've picked up Tommy. Matt Albert is here. Cicada is here. Just so that I don't miss anything, as we recap what happened at the Edge. Thank you to God, DJ. Cicada is a pimp and a half. Let's hear it for Cicada. Woo! Well, thank you.
7: Thank
1: you. Matt Albert had bigger boobs than most of the girls there. To <laughs> and Tommy fondled a drunk chick down.
8: <laughs>
1: Son of a bitch <laughs> We'll cover it all right now That is actually the last thing that was recorded As I was getting dropped off at my apartment um, Alright, so it all goes down like this Goth DJ, who has been a friend of the hideout for a uh, for a very long time Going back to the old Saturday night shows Yeah. Goth DJ spins at a club on Saturday nights and has been wanting me to go out for a while. I didn't have anything to do this Saturday night, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm going to get a group of people together, and I'm going to go watch goth DJ spin at one of these goth clubs. As you know, Dubs, I have this thing for the goth lifestyle. I I dig it, and mostly I dig the goth chicks. And being a Marilyn Manson fan, it all kind of fits together. So I don't like going to places alone, especially a a bar scene. It's just even if I'm going to know the DJ there, I just... I don't like to go alone. It was in Southeast. I didn't want to drive my own car. I didn't want a metro because I'd have to make so many connections. So I figured, what's the best thing to do? I know. I'll sucker an intern into driving me. So, as it turns out, Cicada was already... Having a sleepover with Matt Albert. We asked him to
3: do this for the show before, and they uh, didn't do it then, but they decided to schedule one without us knowing.
1: Right, exactly. Now, were you going to tell us that you and Matt Albert were going to be having a sleepover?
2: Yes, I was going to tell you Friday. But, you know, it came up uh, that we were going to do the goth thing. And then it just so happened that I said, well, Matt's sleeping over to my house that night,
1: and it sounded really gay. And so the thing that I was like, I... You can't pass up an opportunity like this. I don't know why, but for me, I like to do things for the experience. So it isn't enough to go into a goth club, J-Dubs. I have to go to a goth club with Cicada, who looks like a killer clown from outer space, <laughs> and Matt Albert, who looks like Fat Albert. So taking the two of them into a goth club, to me, would just be funny. Yeah. And I decided to go ahead and invite Bateman along as well, just because he had nothing to do. He was at home, and I, I, he was alone. So I, I think I took... in a club like that, he sticks out more than anybody, Bateman does. It's so funny, because we go to this club, Dubs, and everyone there is a misfit. And it's a goth club. Yeah. We went to The Edge on L Street, I believe, in Southeast, and... Um, it's a gay club, from what I understand. The rest of the week, however, on Saturday nights, it's a goth club. And it was actually kind of funny to see them advertising. They're like, don't miss out on Monday night Afro male strip night or whatever it was. What are we doing here, then? And if if you have anybody you think should be Afro stripping or, you know, hot guys, you know, make sure you get the So I was doing everything I could to get Matt Albert to sign up for that. <laughs> But, I'm sure he'd
3: rake it in. You know, just stuffing them in between his rolls, just stuffing oh. <laughs>
1: his They wouldn't have to lick and stick. they just throw it <laughs> on his back. It just sticks there. Again, he's 6'3 and 497 pounds. So, and Grang, by the way. So, before, I had set it up with Cicado. I was supposed to be there at 830. or I, They were going to pick me up at my place at 830. Sid I had to go from his place in Arlington all the way up to Frederick yeah. to get Matt Albert. Then he was going to swing by Silver Spring to get me. Then we had to pick up Tommy and Falls
3: Church. Finally, you guys just made the big loop all the way around D.C.
1: Finally, to get to Southeast. So I'm sitting there. Uh, I didn't want to give him my exact apartment number, so I gave him a rough estimate of where I live, because I don't want them hanging out. So anyway. <laughs> You've never been stalked before in your life, and you're so afraid of it. Well, I don't know. Actually, I have been. It's been spooky, but I don't even want to go there now, because right now we're talking about Goth Night with the hideout. And what I like to term the comedy dumplings, because if you look at Sukieta and Matt Albert, that's what they are. They're dumplings,
2: and they're
3: happening and ivory. <laughs> they're the like you know just the if you look, took a picture and made a negative of it. That's uh, that's uh, Matt Albert and Sicada. There it the, is, exactly
1: to the T. <laughs> anyway, it rolls around. It's eight forty-five. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not expecting the guys to be on time. I'm just not. When it becomes nine o'clock, nine fifteen. That's when I start calling Dubs, going, these sons of bitches, every goddamn time I want to get together, it's always late, it's always stood up, it's always something. How livid was I?
3: You are livid, and meanwhile, I'm drinking at my place, having a good time. I don't want to be brought down. And every time, calling you every 30 minutes saying, these
1: guys suck. It reminds me of the
5: time you tried to go to Matt Albert's house and couldn't find it.
1: I could go, drive all the way to Frederick to eat fried chicken with Matt Albert. Again, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm separated. I'm looking for things to do. So I go all the way up there, and I can't find this place, and I end up driving all the way back to Silver <laughs> Spring, stopping off in Rockville to eat it at CC's Pizza, <laughs> which, by the way, is still good. I love that you, place. I still have to go out there with you sometime. I, I got to get you there. So these sons of bitches finally roll up to my apartment and finally call at 945, trying to figure out where I was. They roll in at 945. I was this close. In fact, Tommy called me. I was ready to go inside and say, screw it. I was on the phone with Tommy, and these two uh, ass-wipes call me. So what took you guys so long? I
2: right, first off, I couldn't find Matt Albert's place either. And it took me like 15, 20 minutes driving around the city of Frederick trying to find it until I stopped at a 7-Eleven, and the, the guy at the Seven Eleven said, all you got to do is take a right, and it's your first left. And <laughs> I
1: felt like such an idiot. And that's the same thing that happened to me when I tried to go have fried chicken with Matt Albert. So And then you had problems finding my place, too, right? I can, you, gave,
2: you gave me an address that didn't exist, and I'm going all around your neighborhood trying to find it. I can attest to your place being a little bit tough to find
3: In for fact, the first time out. I
1: hate ordering pizza because they never, ever, 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 ever uh, find my place uh, within an hour. It's all—it's an hour and a half ordeal to order pizza, so much so that I don't even order pizza anymore. I've just decided to say screw Do you pick different places or something to order from? Every time they seem to lose it, or it's a new driver who hasn't been there, and it doesn't help that my actual street doesn't have a street sign. It's yeah. more of an apartment complex kind of thing. Guys finally show up, so I finally hop in, and I believe this here is uh, me talking as we're driving toward Tommy's place.
0: I'm in hell. Just for the record, it's Saturday night,
1: 9.57. I've been standing outside of my ghetto-ass apartment in Silver Spring for an hour and a half waiting for the
3: dumplings. They finally show up. They're not listening to the mixtape. They're listening to B.I.G. and Kokomo. (laughs) Kokomo.
7: And if I could,
3: <laughs> I wish I could describe the smell. I just can't. I can't figure out what the smell is. So i know to pick up Tommy, and eventually we're going to make it to the gig.
1: go, I cannot tell now, you. Was that on the radio? That was on the radio, but Sid and Matt, and they, they didn't even know I was recording at first. They were putting on a show for themselves singing Kokomo. And I was, I'm was i sitting there in Sid Cicada's bla, uh, blazer in the back seat. It's surreal, okay? <laughs> because Cicada, again, looks like a killer clown from outer space. Matt Albert is in the passenger seat of a blazer. He is bleeding over (laughs) onto Cicada because he is so large and so fat. He makes a blazer seat look like a child seat. He's so big, and he's, he's just... Enormous. I'm, just, I'm
3: just still stunned that that song was on the radio. I haven't heard that song on the radio in years. I guess
1: we don't listen to B.I.D. No. And that's what you listen to, right, Sid? How old are you? 19. I love the oldest station. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's listening to, the Kokomo. That's his partying on a Saturday night. I can't believe what's going on. So anyway, we finally go and we pick up Tommy and we make it over to the club. Unfortunately, we don't have actual audio from inside the club. But I will tell you this... This club I really dug, J Dub. Yeah. it's the Edge in Southeast. And the thing that I liked about it was that they had an outdoor area, and it was a beautiful Saturday night. So outdoors, um, you know, they had uh, God. That's where Goth DJ was spinning a lot of 80s stuff, stuff that I wouldn't even consider Goth, would you? What uh, like what? No, a lot of it was 80s stuff. The uh, The Cure, which, I mean, of course, you can kind of see a little bit. But it was like their biggest pop hit, just like heaven. Mm -hmm. And then didn't they they have like Katrina and the Waves walking on sunshine? Yeah, and I even want to say they played Cyndi Lauper. And Prince. So it wasn't exactly the goth that I was looking for. That was more inside in the indoors area. But I can't tell you. What a misfit I felt like walking into this place because I, I I freshly shaved a bald head and I'm wearing my Rev Nine T-shirt and my Doc Martens. I'm in full goth mode. Sakita has all black on and his white shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. He probably looks like like an
3: overgrown retarded twelve year old.
1: Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then Matt Albert. Like the guy guy
3: you always see come out to the basketball courts, but no one ever wants to have him play. Well, that
1: or just have him clog up the lane. Or, hey, I'm going to shoot free throws. Do you want to rebound them for me? Yeah, that's that guy. (laughs) And so he's walking in, and then Tommy's just dressed, I don't know, like Tommy. He puts jeans on or whatever. And so we're walking around, okay? And immediately somebody uh, recognizes uh, he's like, hey, halfway, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he yelled across the way. we were at the bar getting something to drink. And he goes, is that Hefe? And so immediately, my ego, just my head's like, and I'm like, I point to him. And I give him the thumbs up. <laughs> and I go ahead and go over to the bar and uh, <laughs> buy a red-blown and vodka. And I, I acknowledge him, but I don't want to run <laughs> right over because I'm thinking this is going to be a great night. I'm recognizing the first two seconds. We're going to have a great time. As it turns out, that's the only person there besides Got DJ that knew who uh, knew who we were. Uh, but it was still cool nonetheless. So we're sitting there and we're hanging out. And I tell these boys, I tell Matt and I tell uh, I tell Cicada, the reason you're here is to entertain me. I didn't bring even though you drove, <laughs> and you're paying for gas. The reason you are here is to entertain me, okay? Let's not forget who the star is of the little excursion. So what I want you boys to do is to go talk to chicks. I want, to, I want you to go find a first girl and start talking to her while Tommy and I stand in the corner and laugh at you. And that's exactly what the night was. Uh, in fact, joining us on the phone now is Matt Albert. What's up, baby? Hey, how you doing?
8: Did you have a good time? Yeah, you forgot to mention how much of a downer Tommy is.
7: Yeah,
1: that's true. We were all having a blast, in fact, goofing around, having fun on the way to Tommy's house. Immediately, Tommy gets in, starts making fun of Sid, talking about how Sid can't show up for the Ron and Fez show anymore, talking about how he's a bad driver, and you're right. You were an immediate downer, and you deflated everything. I tell the truth. You're just like Eeyore, just like the guy who called in last week said. And Sid's orthopedic shoes were the highlights. (laughs) They were the whitest shoes in a goth club, and it was insane. So we go over, and I send the two boys off to go talk to the first chick. And you can tell Matt was like, oh, jeez, how did I get roped into this? And so Sid and Matt are talking to a girl. This girl was a cute goth chick. She had like, you know, she was basically dressed the way a, a goth chick would be dressed. What did she look like? You think? Said
2: She was about, I would say, like ninety pounds, like five six, about Tommy's height. What was her pickup line? Nice shoes. <laughs>
1: well did you go out and how did you start the conversation with her
3: the only thing dare would be if he had pumps on or the white up shoes <laughs> pumps the reebok pumps
1: um or b- bk black or whatever they were you know what they looked like they looked like those white shoes that all nurses have to wear yeah like the uh the heads yeah were, they were kids so kato went to a goth club wearing Teds. so you, you started talking to this chick what ended up happening how well, how'd you start your rap Basically, it was the
2: first time I went to the club, so I was just asking her about it. You know, she came in there a lot. And we talked for about 20 minutes. Right. You know, just about the club and stuff. And then for the rest of the night, she was just following me around where I went.
1: And Sid, of all people, had a girl hanging all over him. And it was so funny because Bateman and I are watching from across the club, getting our uh, our laughs, if you will. And we see Matt walk away. And and we could tell immediately the girl wasn't interested in Matt and once again Matt was left out in the cold and of all people said Kate's the one that's being the pimp in this.
8: She wasn't laughing at any of the jokes I was telling, so I just gave up.
1: You know what it was? It was the retarded version of Swinger. <laughs> yeah. I'm John Favreau. No, you're not. <laughs> we where, where all of us are going out? And we're trying to pick up the money, beautiful babies. It's <laughs> wingers. They sit around chicken wings in their mouth all the time. Shut up. So, um, and it was so funny watching Cicada's shoes in the black light, Because it was like he was walking on clouds. Oh <laughs> he was getting ready for the big wrestling
5: meet later that night.
1: So we go. We end up having a blast. Cicada um, gets followed around. Now, did you exchange numbers with this chick? Yeah, I did. And has she called you yet?
2: No, she hasn't. I haven't called her either, but I wasn't that into her. Why? She just wasn't that interesting. She's been following me around the whole time. She <laughs> tried to get him to dance. Was she drunk? She wasn't when I started talking
1: to her. By the end of the night, she was gone. Oh, let me say something about drunk chicks, too. So we ended up meeting a couple girls who were talking to there as well, you know. Eventually, I turned on the pimp mode. And. Oh, yeah. As usual, Bateman's tagging along, and so I was talking to this one chick, and he was talking to her friend. Well, the friend, all of a sudden, you know how you're sitting there, and you're drinking, and then you just get lit? Oh, yeah, but it's a switch. It just just strikes, and you're like, oh, my God, this is the drunkest I've ever been. I feel like I'm gonna die. I want to throw up so you go, bad. You go from zero to pi. I just praying that
3: you don't that you're you're sober again in just five seconds.
1: Lord, please let me sober up and I'll never drink again. The only real time that I've ever had that, and there are pictures of this, and I got to see if I can find them on the Q106 party bus where we drove around Halloween. I I got so drunk and so lit up that I was on this part of party bus full of staff members and a couple of listeners who won throwing up into a trash can uh in front of the general manager with a PD sitting next to me just spewing like no other how long have you worked there at that point i was there for about a year I think. really yeah it didn't seem like you're there that long because but you- that but that's how drunk this chick was where you're like please lord just let me sober up <laughs> let me tell you what bateman did this is a lie Bateman starts groping this girl. Yeah. To the point where it was... Uncomfortable. Very. Because she, wa- she was inside when it all started, and she wanted to move outside to get fresh air. Understandable. And so, you know, we're all walking out. We just had to take the party outside. That's what, yeah, something a respectable girl would do. Exactly. So they're sitting on the bench, okay? Bateman sits down next to her, puts his arm around her. That's a lie. And then starts stroking her hair. Are you okay? Are you going to be okay? That's what her friend said. She's like, take care of her. I got to go. And then before you know
3: it... Take care of her doesn't mean to touch uh, her without her knowing. Before you know it, he's giving
1: a full body massage right there at the edge in southeast D.C. Uh, First of all, she was bent over. How many I her a full Bobby, body? Your,
3: uh, your underwear is riding up. Let me get that out
1: <laughs> for you. Hold on a second. Goth DJ's on the phone. Goth DJ, welcome into the hideout on JFK. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, dude? uh First of all, thank you for allowing us to come out. That was a great time.
6: Uh, no problem at all, guys.
1: Did you notice Bateman doing this? Oh, yeah. He's such a liar. Did it look to you as if it was maybe the creepiest thing you'd ever seen? Well, I've seen a lot of creepy things in clubs. So. I, I guess so you can <laughs> add out what was there. But <laughs> did, it,
3: did it look like something that belonged to a frat party?
1: Oh, well. Yes. You know. Yes, it did. You know what? That's exactly what it was. It was, uh, we're at a frat party, somebody slips somebody something, and it's the slow move. And you know what? It was an after-school special (laughs) that that luckily, Cicada had to leave that we were able to turn off. Right. We didn't see the end of it. I'm glad Cicada had to leave. I don't know how it would have (laughs) ended.
5: Exactly how it did end, with me going home without her. And besides, I yeah, found out some stuff about but that girl she beforehand. Would, if
3: if Sitka didn't have to leave, uh, no,
5: I was ready to leave. I was like, I gotta you, get away from this girl.
3: You would have went home without her, but she would have been in the ditch. The way you were touching her was wrong.
5: Or, or I, I touched her back to make sure she wouldn't fall over. I, dude, you cannot deny that you were giving a massage, can you? I was stroking her back to make sure she wasn't dying.
1: It was it, you. Oh, know, forget, why would, you know? You know the way he was touching back? The outline of the brawl. Oh. You, know, oh. it. Uh, you, know, I, you know, wasn't even wearing a bra. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I guess that's what doing. he was doing. He was trying to see whether or not there was a... Her friend was right there. And well, why was... would I be doing something with her friend right there? And her there. friend was just as loaded. I'm sure she barely even saw that. All right, got DJ, thanks, bro. No problem, man. We appreciate it. Her friend wanted it, too. <laughs> Matt Albert, can you hold through the break? Of course you Who can. Who was your friend? It's not like you have a job that you need to go to. I don't know. Her friend was just some cool chick that we met there. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back. Because that's what happened at the club. All right? Actually, um, we, the, the boys ended up dropping me off. Let, um, let's, uh, let's play that. That was track one. Oh, uh, was it? Okay. Well, then let's take a quick break and we'll come back. So now we move to the sleepover portion of Cicada and Matt Albert. At your play. And I gotta tell you, they were like,
5: literally, like you said, they were off in their own little world. They were laughing at each other. They were on the same wavelength. It was like they were completing each other's sentences. And Matt was crazy. He was out of it.
1: You know what's funny, too? It was like they were on a date. It was like these two boys were on some sort of a play date that they had really hit it off on. In fact, it was weird, because what do you guys, you guys are both 19, right? Right. In fact, online, you started this 1-9 club or something. <laughs> one By the way, this club that I took them to was 18 or over, and they didn't drink. So, but they're at this club. And, um, but the, it was like, it was like being with 14 year olds almost because they're both virgins. (laughs) They both have a very childish mentality still. It's like you're the chaperone on a field trip. That's what it was like. I I, I was sitting in the back seat, chaperoning the comedy dumplings. You got to describe them dancing in the next break. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More to come from the Cicada and Matt Albert sleepover. This is how I spent my Saturday night. Just when you start to think that uh, radio hosts live these big, powerful, important lives, uh, you come to realize that we really don't. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK.
0: Entertaining more men than DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. Hideout. The Hideouts. Well, look, I've got a little proposition you. L-f-a. I will pay you one million dollars to sleep with your friend here. J. W. One million dollars, one night, cash. Just throw that out. You two, mull it over. Get back to me. On the Yes, yes, yes. Oh, seriously! I swear to God, I've never come to a time specializing in homoerotic humor. The Hideouts, L. Heffay and J. Dubs, one hundred six point seven, WJFK.
1: back into the hideout, 106.7 wjfk it is all half and j dubs is uh back on a monday night thank you so much for joining us um
3: 866 right now we're going through uh uh half saturday night out with uh Cicada and matt albert after that uh Cicada and matt albert had a sleepover and uh they recorded it, so we're yeah. about to we're about to get into some really gay stuff between cicada and Matt Albert <laughs> incredibly gay
1: also too, go to radiohideout dot com uh for those of you wondering, do we have a picture of you cicada up uh, um, I believe he's in the background of uh the uh, fairy lady photo uh video that's right, so we need to get we need to get a good picture of Cicada up as well um here's maybe a, if you could find that uh picture of
3: uh, you and the Dale Earnhardt shirt. That was beautiful, the one where it looked like Dale Earnhardt was drinking out of the cup. From Dave & Buster's. Yeah, from, that... the, from the first Dave & Buster's gig.
1: So it's Cicada and Matt Albert, and again, I spent my Saturday night with those two kids. We went to The Edge, uh, goth uh, night. Thank you to goth DJ along with Tommy Bateman. And the boys, um, you and Matt had a real problem with dancing. Why wouldn't you guys dance?
2: I had no idea how to dance to the goth music. <laughs>
1: All right, first of all, you don't have to worry about it, okay? You just go out and you just dance and you just flail your arms. Let me tell you the other funny thing, too. I'm at the Goth Club. There was this guy who literally looked like Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know if you've seen the previews for this movie. What movie is it? It's Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, really? Yeah, you can actually, if you go to newsfilter.org, they have it right there front and center. He looked like the serial killer... Of all serial killers. Oh yeah, that guy. And he he just appeared like he had bodies cut up. You know how Bateman gives off that serial killer vibe? No. Yes. This guy had it to the nth degree where you know at some point earlier in the night he was playing in somebody's blood. It was it or, was like or... that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh Joe, you're in the hideout on J F K.
7: Hey, it's uh, Joe. I'm the guy that met you at the club and said, hey, F.A.
1: Oh, what's up, Joe? Yeah, this was the first guy who, or the only guy who initially recognized us, and I appreciate you for coming on, man. That was hey, very no nice of you.
7: No problem. Well, that's the least I could do since I was crazy at the uh, fight uh, earlier on this year.
1: <laughs> hey, let me ask you, because he watched you beat my ass, dubs at the St. Pat's Fat. Oh, that's right. I do remember yeah, you now I'm actually yelling, like, talking you trash to me, thing? and he was the guy that I wanted to fight when I was getting my head shaved. <laughs> oh, it's oh, was, was that? What, what do you no. look like? I know you, don't I? Uh, uh,
7: yeah, 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 yeah. You're the one that never sent me the the tickets for the golf thing.
3: Oh, yeah,
1: that, <laughs> for your uh, for your uh, your uh, girlfriend's dad.
7: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know
1: you are. Sorry about that. <laughs> so anyway, what was it like seeing the four of us walk into that club? Did it well, did we look at a place? Well, not really, because uh, you know, uh,
7: not you per se, but uh, Albert and uh, Bateman. Mm-hmm. Now I've never I never knew Albert was that big. I was like, oh my god, he does look like Fat Albert. <laughs>
1: hey Matt, did you hear that? You do look like Fat Albert. <laughs> I never noticed. <laughs> uh,
6: Bateman
7: and a uh, and a uh, Cicada. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
8: They,
7: uh, they kind of look like they look like they fit, but they kind of look like more of the geeky Goth. That's great. You're geeky goth.
1: We're Matt and I are cool goth. You guys are geeky goth. You're lumped in with Matt Albert. Are you happy? I, I, I as long as I'm not geeky goth, I'm okay with that. Well
6: oh, hey Joe, thanks, brother. Well oh,
7: yeah, I also wanna um invite you uh, to this Friday coming up is Dollhouse at the Black Cat.
6: And okay. a lot
7: of those people that came over to um uh, up there to um uh, Chiaro Scarrow will mm-hmm. be there this weekend, too, and we'd like to see you out there, man. All
1: right, bro. Black Cat. A... I'll look into that. Sure. Right. Thanks, bro. Well, take care, man. Have a good one.
5: All right. I would go, but I'm too geeky to get into the goth club.
1: So, mm-hmm. so, so so, Cicada and Matt Albert have a sleepover. They drop me off. They drop Bateman off. And just to set up the story real quick, your parents aren't very fond of black people, are they, Citada?
2: No. Or gayness. <laughs> I, I, I they I hate this show. <laughs> so there's a big black man sleeping at my house, and it's the gayest weekend of my life.
1: <laughs> Congratulations in your association the, with the hideout. The, now, the, hide, the hideout is gay and black, and there's nothing wrong with that. We want to make it known now. One
8: thing about uh,
1: no, his we embrace
8: mhm Uh. His brother showed us a verse in the Bible that says gays aren't welcome in the he- in heavens. So that was nice.
1: <laughs> so that's how. At least you went to church on Sunday. Good for you. You got. So, a, you got. So a little...
8: He just pulled it out of, out of nowhere. He <laughs> just popped up.
1: You <laughs> got a. Little... Yeah, he, he was. He, uh, he was listening in on you guys. Uh, no, he was just thinking, wow. <laughs> you got a little religion. Good for you. So this is uh, Sid and uh, Matt going into Sid's house.
8: We're about to go into the
1: Sid kata
8: estate the east wing i think we're going into 15, 15.
9: <laughs> and it's 3 in the morning i think i just stepped on a dog turd but that's good i hope your father isn't awake all right, well, he's grabbing his stuff. We have to be very careful, as so Man Albert doesn't set off the Negro alarm. Jake. So I need you to hold your breath as you go on the door, because there's scanners. What? The Negro alarm sounds like the Commodore's Brookhouse.
7: <laughs> very likely. Not to set off the alarm. Hard. I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> It looks like a crack house. His room looks like a crack house. With redskin gear.
8: Ellen
7: <laughs> art or whoever. Ritzkins, Orioles. Naked women. Those are the words that describe Ciceta's room. And lava lamps. Yeah. That's 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 what describes it. You got any words for it? I call
3: it home. <laughs> We're himself, say.
1: <laughs> now an <laughs> So
2: funny.
3: Now uh, the thing about Cicada's room, I've also heard that he has a p- uh, picture of Ronald Reagan not over his bed, but on his ceiling above yeah, his bed.
8: He has W. Bush stickers, a letter from W., pictures of Ronald Reagan stickers. It's outraged,
1: do you know how mad W would be knowing that you're having a black man sleepover <laughs> and and uh he also too wants to invade your bedroom to know what you guys are doing kind of like we're doing right now so what is this next one here what are we going to listen to next is Cicada and Matt Albert Sid is a genius and kept a log of what <laughs> Matt Albert has been eating ah.
5: uh. all right. hey, this was actually Matt went to the bathroom and then Sid goes like alright all right, I gotta do this quick
9: alright well let's hear it Cicada's personal log time 324 am we've been hanging out all night and Matt Albert has yet to eat anything. And I mention this because I know everybody at home is wondering what the what's So far, not a single scrap of food for Matt Albert. As the night progresses, that will surely change.
8: <laughs> okay, I'm excited. You set up the bit. There's a beginning, and hopefully, there's going to be a great end. What you don't know is I was hiding beef jerky in one of my folds. And I, know, That's what I was going to the bathroom.
1: And I got to tell you, when on our way to the edge, uh, Matt was begging, begging for us to pull over to McDonald's for him to get something to eat. And it was, was all thirsty. And it was almost a punishment, if you will. All right, so now you guys, I guess, decide you're going to fall asleep, right? Well, they decide they're going to watch Kill Bill, and they say maybe later we'll do a movie review about
5: it. And meanwhile, it's like 3.30 in the morning, and they're both getting kind of tired. They're both on the bed watching the movie. Let's let it go it
9: we fall asleep right now, if we fall asleep, we'll just share the bed. <laughs> if we fall asleep, we're falling asleep arm in arm, bare
8: chest to bare chest, nipple to nipple. Enlarged belly button to enlarge belly button. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be like a black and white cookie. I'm sweeter and not more luscious.
9: God, sleep deprivation has made me gone gay. It's a big gay cookie. It's also very high in cholesterol. <laughs> cholesterol.
7: Hey,
9: lack of sleep has made me use poor grammar. It made me speak grammar best. Okay, we're doing this movie, Lights Out so that uh, we can be in the dark together in my room
7: <laughs> so, so,
9: and maybe when we come back we'll have something straight to report but we're about to sleep in the same bed so it's doubtful
1: alright, again Matt Matt is 6'3 497 pounds black dude. Takeda, you're what? 6'2", 250? Yeah, about 250, 270. Let's not uh, Yeah. Okay. I would say 290, but I'm going to be nice to you tonight because you drove <laughs> the other day. And are you guys laying on the same bed?
2: No. I was actually on the chair and Matt has kind of taken up my whole bed. <laughs> Shut up. So I figured what I'd do is when I was tired, I'd come squeezing next to him in the wall. <laughs>
1: So there was got there's possi- there's a possibility of flesh and flesh contact. This really
3: just reminds you of having like a good friend over when you were about twelve or thirteen. Right. And when you look back at what you and your friends used to do, just hanging out together, you look back and it really seems gay. <laughs> you know, me and like me and Bikuris B J hanging out, sharing a bed. Now seems very gay, and I wouldn't do it ever again.
1: But imagine if you had this big black beanbag on your bed. (laughs) How dare you? you got to try to squeeze
5: in between that and the wall. You've
1: got to just lay on top of him
5: like it's a beanbag chair. All right, so now I guess Sid has fallen asleep. Yeah, this is uh, early in the morning while Sid's asleep, and Matt wakes up. Okay. 8.31
7: at the Sid Estate. I'm bored out of my mind. I only got three hours sleep last night. Meanwhile, Sid is snoring like a bear under sedation. And I'm afraid to move because he keeps talking. He's uh, football. Uh, oh, yeah. And I'm not sure what the hell he's saying, but it's freaking me out. <sighs> And I hear dogs outside the door. I'm not sure if that's his dad or what, but I know I can't leave the room unless it's under safeguard. It's like I'm a hostage.
0: Hopefully I'll see you again.
6: I'm out.
1: He said i it's like I'm a hostage. Did you now, have you ever been in a friend's house and you're doing the sleepover? Yeah, and
3: you wake up really and you can't leave the room because you don't want it, that uncomfortable thing of you walking into the bathroom and their parents see you. Yeah, and...
1: uh, you, you, you really, and and you don't you don't want to get up and eat, but you're hungry, yeah. and you just got that whole thing, and you want to wake your friend up. You, so you just stare at him, just <laughs> come on, wake up.
3: Open. And then you'll like
1: either like uh, sit on the bed real hard where he is. Oh, man, I didn't mean to wake you. Yeah, uh, or you quietly try to turn on the Nintendo or the PlayStation. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> and you start clicking really loud so that hopefully they'll end up waking up. All right, so uh, all right, people are telling us right here uh, on the AOL for of Broadband, why well, don't they just become interior designers and hairstylists? <laughs> and I think you should. Give up on the broadcasting dreams and go to what you really should end up doing. All right, so hopefully Sid eventually wakes up.
8: I was going to take Sid snoring, but I didn't want him to wake up with me holding a big black object in my hand. <laughs> on his face.
5: I hear you. Thank you. Yeah, in this next uh, next uh, clip, Sid actually finally wakes up, and uh, Matt apparently had a run into Sid's dad.
9: Okay. Okay, we're back. It's Sunday morning. I woke up today to Matt Albert watching McLaughlin Group on TV. <laughs> I had no idea. But this is what he does for Sunday morning entertainment. Dad update: He's unexpectedly left the house.
8: <laughs> for no apparent reason. It's just that there's one of me in here. He
9: walked downstairs this morning. I'd say half hour ago. He came in my room, saw Matt Albert, walked out of the house. <laughs> he left on his motorcycle. I don't know where he went. Well, I think he left with hoods very and torches. So, this should be fucked.
8: He looked happy when he left.
9: And he was wearing a tie dye no sleeve shirt.
8: Showed <laughs> off his hat.
9: His Confederate flag hat. See, what he's on. <laughs> no joke. That's what he's got.
1: Okay. For those who are just now tuning in, it's the Hideout of 106.7 WJFK with the Hyundai J Dubs. It's Saturday night. Uh, Myself, uh, Bateman, Cicada, and Matt Albert went to a goth club, and then Cicada and Matt Albert had a sleepover. These are the tapes. Uh, Matt being a black man and Sid being from a, I would say, maybe racist family. Your parents don't really approve of black people or, or homosexuals. And your dad walks downstairs... The fucking Matt Albert watching the McLaughlin
2: Group. Yeah. I had just it up. My dad walks in my room, and he just sees Matt Albert and walks out of the house.
3: Now, he rode off onto his uh, Harley? Yes. <laughs> do you think he had to do something very white to kind of uh, reaffirm himself that you know? Clinton? <laughs> he had to watch the stink of blackness.
1: <laughs> All right, wait a second. Could you imagine having the point of view... Uh, having the point of view that um, your dad has, you figure you go to bed that night. All is, you know, all is safe in the house. You're gonna wake up in the morning, watch the race, maybe mow the yard, clean the Harley off, and you walk downstairs. and see a six foot three, 497 pound black man sitting in your chair watching the McLaughlin Group. And Hello there. <laughs> you
3: can't swallow your plans then. and Start cleaning your gun. That's <laughs> what I think. Kind up the rope
1: <laughs> Alright, so uh what's next? So I believe it's uh another Sid Kata update on Matt. Oh and so so far, um we're wondering if Matt Albert has eaten. So let's hear what Matt Albert's eaten.
9: Sid Kata personal log, Sunday, three thirty. The Matt Albert food report he is still had only three chicken wings all day. And Matt Albert also had a grilled cheese sandwich. So right now, that is all he's eaten since I picked him up from Frederick yesterday. I'll continue to bring you reports until I drop them off.
3: Now, did he...
8: Matt, did you know that Sid was keeping a food log? Not until after lunch. <laughs>
1: Uh-oh. All right, so I want to hear what comes after lunch then. Because have you ever done that, too, where you never... You go out with your friends and you don't want to look like the fat guy so you don't eat normally? Yeah,
3: or uh, for some reason uh the parents take you out
1: or they order pizza then.
3: And you just have one slice and normally at home you'd have about a half of a
1: large pie. But you never you never want to look like that, especially when you're Matt Albert. Yeah. You don't want to shut off your usual eating <laughs> habits. It's it, we said it earlier. It was like Cicada and Matt Albert were on a date, and this is Matt not not wanting to eat in front of his chick. So
3: they, so they might be thinking maybe he does have a thyroid problem.
5: <laughs>
1: it's great to her. All right.
5: <laughs> well here we have um Matt actually talked to Sid's dad. And Matt does a little impression of what the conversation went like.
7: All right. I'm 55 right now. I just encountered the father. I said, hello. How you doing? (laughs) And I said, fine. He walked by. Didn't make eye contact. I think it was for the best. I'm safe.
1: (laughs) All right. That's got to be the most uncomfortable when
8: you try to go up and introduce yourself. No, he just walked by. He didn't try to.
1: Oh, and you just said hi. Uh, hello. He didn't even want to know who you were? No. All right, I got to ask you, is it going to be revealed later on, or what, what did your dad end up saying to you, Sid?
2: Nah, he actually didn't say anything to me, but he, what was odd, he always asked who people are at the house. Never wanted to know Matt Albert's name, <laughs> what he was doing there. He He's just wanted him to leave.
8: His mom made him introduce me. But she like double take me and walked out.
1: She has to <laughs> um, get you all in. Hey, was uh, was Cicada's hot, mom hot? Uh, I I don't know. Oh, I that's a yes. She bent down in front of me. And like,
7: oh, <laughs> okay yeah. then. All right.
1: And I'm sure that's what his dad's afraid of, he, Mandigo taking <laughs> over. He said. Whoo! All right, people are saying, you cannot write a better script than this. This has a Fox pilot written all over it. I want to say uh, thank you for doing the reality radio and taping it. Next time, Bad Monkey has to spend the night because I want video. (laughs) I punish him. I want to see video of this. Where where are we at now on the weekend? This next track
5: is something I wish I could have seen video of, or at least heard the audio of. But we have, uh, Matt had also a little run-in with Sid's dog. And uh, I had to edit it to keep it clean for radio, but his dog, uh, well, we'll just play the clip. Number 13.
9: My dog is shown a clear hatred for black people. The
5: dog
8: gave me a proctology exam of which I've never experienced. And just going for the crotch the whole time. I feel, uh-oh, used.
5: <laughs> okay.
1: And does the weekend ever end? Uh...
5: Yeah, eventually they uh, they finally come to WGFK to drop the tape off to me last
9: night. It's about 8 o'clock Sunday evening, and our weekend is finally coming to an end. It's been long and excruciating points and <laughs> fun and other points. Matt, how was your weekend? It was great. What was your favorite time?
8: Uh, being uh, emasculated by the
3: dog.
9: That was my favorite part, too. <laughs>
3: Now, what's weird to me, you, I, I would think that right when you guys woke up, you have drove drove back to Frederick and uh, dropped him off.
8: No, we, we had to watch the race, Sonoma.
1: Uh, oh, is that, so that's why Matt. How long was he at your place until what? Seven o'clock, eight o'clock, yeah, seven
2: thirty. And then we came to the station to uh, see Tommy here. <laughs>
1: Do you know what this seems like? It seems like they didn't want the date to end. Like they kept hanging, they they came up with every excuse. Well, we'll just hang out and uh, have breakfast. Well, I wanted to
8: watch the race with the father. But he was he was out on the motorcycle for most of the race. Then he just walked
3: upstairs.
1: He was doing white things. Yeah. And then it's like, well, let's go to WJFK, which is far away from Frederick, just so we can hang out with the, in the car with each other. And what did the boys look like when they came to see you here?
5: Matt's head was shaped like a triangle from sleeping... <laughs> Because neither one of them had taken a shower. They both were wearing the same clothes from the goth club the night before.
1: And they had the big X's on their hands still from not
5: being able to drink. And Matt looked all disheveled and was He was out of it, too. He was
1: making no sense. He was babbling. That car stunk when they picked me up. I cannot imagine what it was like on the ride home with two unclean fat boys. <laughs> I'm
3: sure his uh, dad made him wash it afterwards to clean the blackout.
1: Weighing, ne- <laughs> Weighing nearly 800 pounds, the two of them driving back to Frederick.
3: Did
1: you guys hold hands like them and Louise whenever you were pulling off of uh, the 270? Hey Matt? hey, Matt, let's just go.
2: <laughs> I walked him up to his door, gave him a kiss, good night. <laughs>
3: All you see is a picture of uh, Matt Albert and Sid together around the edge of the cliff.
1: All right, Bad Monkey says, you couldn't pay me to spend the night with Sid and Matt. Well, we That's may wrong. have to. Whatever, Bowser. <laughs> we may have to see if we can find someone. <laughs> joking me and make the air. <laughs> so, I still use it. All right. Here's you sure the...
9: did. Right. All right, are you ready? No.
1: All right, here we go. Let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Sid Cicada and Matt Albert, sleepover.
9: Cicada, personal log. Sunday night, 8:12. 12 The Matt Albert Food Report. All weekend, he only had three chicken wings and a grilled cheese sandwich. He drank a glass of tea and water. Nothing else. Matt Albert eats less than anyone I've ever seen while he's around us. Matt, thanks for you know not not stealing anything at my house, and thanks for uh, not molesting me while I was asleep.
2: How do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. Matt Albert and Cinqueta. Hey, Sid, have you seen your dog? <laughs> no. Are you sure uh, Matt didn't eat him
1: too? Yeah, you sure <laughs> that Matt? That was the feast that maybe Matt had. <laughs> I I kind of want to hear one of these
3: outtakes. We hear it too.
1: All right. Let's um. What
8: About the one about Schindler's List.
1: No, no, I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to do that one. Okay. Hey, let's uh. Let's do eighteen. Track eighteen. Why do we have to play that one? Can't we play nineteen? Because we revealed later. We revealed later on and earlier in the night that when we were at Club Edge, Bateman, I found a chick that was really, really drunk. I, first of all, I was talking to her when she was somewhat sober, and he, he ended up touching her, maybe because
5: she fell on me.
1: No, she did Inappropriately, uh, trying to massage her, just trying to, gro- just trying to grope. Basically, is what happened. Whatever. And so I guess this is Matt and Sid's take on it. All right, here we go.
9: Basically, it's been a weekend of nothing, except for that club experience. Tommy also gloated about touching that drunk girl. That was odd. That's it for me. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's going to cut me. that out. I hope you all cut this out, Tommy. <laughs> you're feeling all up over and given, you know feeling up on our ace here let me help you bend over and vomit i'm just going to grab your butt for support (laughs) let me make sure i hold your breath so you don't fall over you're a sick man tommy you're a sick man
1: (laughs) so that's uh, that i didn't want to go that in detail but i guess that's what bateman ended up doing grab nothing you should be banned from
4: southeast that's
1: fine sid did you learn anything from this experience i think we should play track 19 did you learn anything from this experience? Don't invite black people to my house. No, that's, <laughs> that, that's just mean.
3: to keep his father father's
1: health up. He has a bad heart. Matt, did you learn anything from this? White people are crazy. All right, let's let's go out with the uh, final track. This is uh, this is after we dropped
5: Hefe off. Matt was babbling incoherently. Sid was acting kind of gay. <laughs> I was sitting in the back seat. Rolling tape, and they started singing, you
1: know, Smackin' My hose. the bamboozled song. Okay, actually, the, uh, the bamboozled song right here.
6: I'll be smackin' my hoes, and everyone knows it goes. them to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, them to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smackin' my hoes, I'll be smackin' my hoes, I'll be smackin' my hoes. And here's
5: the Matt Albert censored sub- heavily censored because it was so gay and filthy. All right, here we go.
0: we mad. I Just gave me that. <laughs> I want
8: it in my. Oh my God. Let <laughs> me <Slipping> on. Let me <laughs> to the ground. Put it was was in my. Put it in my. Cause <laughs> Matt. I want his man. We <laughs> <be> slipping me.
9: Man, <laughs> we <be> slipping me. <laughs> man, <be> <laughs>
1: This is going to RadioHideUp.com. <laughs> this is the biggest f- ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we put an uncensored version of that on yeah, the website? I've already pulled a copy. Great. Get that to Bad Monkey ASAP. Well, there it is. Maybe the most thing that's ever happened in the hideout, and it didn't even happen. You, are you guys going to have another sleepover? I think this weekend. <laughs> They're new best friends. And that's what the hideout's about, making best friends. This time, Bad Monkey's going to be there, and he's going to get actual film of it. All right, boys, congratulations on uh, being gay. A night we'll spend with each other. Hey, did your bed break when you both were on
2: it? No. No. How big is that bed? queen size.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so
8: fitting.
2: How appropriate. There are three queens in that room. Or with me and Matt Albert, small.
8: <laughs> one, one thing before I leave. Yeah. I just want to plug mattalbert.com
1: OneNine.org. <laughs> and um, anything else, Pornodan.com. Oh, or, uh, how uh, about RadioTrioS.Com. Citator.net. All right, beat it. We're <laughs> <laughs> taking a break. Coming back, uh, B- uh, Dubs and I bought a little present for Bateman, and we'll uh, present it to you next. Six. It's the hideout, 106.7. You know, seriously, when I was a kid... Uh, I didn't realize that my sleepovers were that queer. Oh,
3: they are so queer.
1: And that's what it is.
3: Yeah, I, when you, you know, a lot of kids are uh, listening to us probably. Uh, when you're having a
1: sleepover, it's one of the gayest things you'll ever do. Let me ask you, did you guys even talk about girls for a second? <laughs> no, not the whole weekend. Of course, why would you? Well you got, you got the, you got more breasts than you need over there. It's <laughs> 6.7 WJFK in the
0: hideout. The hideout. El Jefe and J. Doe.
2: Is it uh, true what they say about the way you people are gifted? Oh, boy. Oh, it's
0: true. It's True. Oh, boy. It's true. it's true. It's true. Proving even retards can do a radio show, The Hideout. Seven WJFK.
1: All right, welcome back into the hideout one oh six point seven WJFK. I am El Hefe, that is J Dubs. And to go to RadioHideout.com to get all of the information that you need concerning the website. And I do wish that we uh Dubs had um had photos of the whole excursion. If I thought I I thought to bring out the tape recorder, but I gotta remember that we're in a multimedia age. So from now on, bring the camera as well. I, I need gotta have a digital camera with me at all times. Eight
3: six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine.
1: And, uh, also, too, one of our, uh, our buddies has stopped by. Um, PJ, who was one of the original interns, Pim Juice. Collateral damage. Back. That's the
4: name. I couldn't remember it.
1: Back in the hideout. What's going on, brother?
4: Not a whole lot. What's going on with you fellas? Um, Chell, you brought us some food, man. We appreciate
1: that. Thank you very much. What'd you bring here?
4: Uh, I got some Domino's pizza and some drinks. Nice. Why'd you do that? Just cause? Bored. Yeah? Yeah. Well, mom works part time at, uh, Domino's delivering a couple nights a week, so I went in there.
1: And, you know, and that's what I wish all of our friends would do.
4: Yeah, um, just bring us drinks and food. Well, Friday I'll bring some, too.
1: Um, yeah,
3: it's uh, Friday. We are, uh, we are comparing earwax. Both of us haven't cleaned our ears. It, by then it'll be about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And mine are already feeling very dirty and itchy.
1: Yeah, this came out of last week when we tricked our other intern, Alex Corolla, into sniffing um, tissue paper. Which he th- which he thought was stuffed in our armpits and actually ended up being used as toilet paper. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was good times. But it all originated from D- Corolla. By the way, what's the reaction from your friends and your family that heard that?
2: They they all got a kick out of it. They all enjoyed it because I got duped that badly. Uh, I don't know necessarily my family. I know my sister heard it and. uh she kind of looked at me a little bit differently, but, you know.
1: When you, you told her, this is what I want to do for a living. I want to go into radio, and this is what I want to end up doing for the rest of my life.
2: Exactly. So I guess you're really learning a lot there on your internship. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. You've learned not to trust anybody, yeah. and that's rule number one. That's the most important lesson. So congratulations. But this all came from Dubs. You uh, ended up using a Q-tip in here. Yeah. And it was just the dirtiest, scabbiest thing that I had ever seen. And, uh, th- that day, I cleaned it that morning. Mm-hmm. That's just
3: one day of collection.
1: Now, PJ, uh, your brother called up to say that you have the worst earwax collection ever.
4: Yeah, it, it's quite nasty. If I don't clean it for you know a couple of days, it gets like all brown and.
1: So Friday we're having a wax off, if you will, to see whose ears are the dirtiest. I still haven't decided which you guys win, or if we're just all winners, or maybe if we can talk, we win clean ears again. <laughs> maybe if we can talk, Carola, Carola, get back in here. <laughs> maybe seeing what uh how much money it'll take or, or how many uh beverages it'll take for uh this kid to do something would you be opposed to doing some sort of a stunt with the uh with the earwax q tips from uh, a a more than a week's collection from the two of these guys uh i'd have to go with after that last bit i'd have to go with definitely opposed oh come on now here's the thing all yo. you can't that's the thing about radio, you did such a killer bit, you always want to try to top the next one. Yeah,
2: I suck it like a lollipop.
1: Well, that's okay, because I don't think we could do that. Uh, how about you smoke it?
2: You want me to smoke it? Yeah. I'll smoke it. All right. That'll do.
1: You could smoke the earwax? Now, will the earwax actually burn? It should. Hmm? It should if we... Uh... Do I have to inhale? No, you don't have to inhale. How about this? How about we use the, um, the earwax as paint no and we have to paint the hideout <laughs> logo on your forehead <laughs> no way but come on brother that's okay that's on my be... forehead right it's just on your forehead you're not going to get it in my nose or mouth no I swear to Christ we can't do that anyway yeah alright so we'll just paint the, the hideout logo on your forehead with the wax off on Saturday, uh, Friday and what do I get I heard something about drinks that's why I ran in here so quick we'll figure out something you know how we do it nice We'll we'll hook you up bro all right, I like. Of course, it has to be pop and soda. you know, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I met. Exactly. 7 Up. Nick, there you go. Something without any even caffeine. Definitely. That's what we're looking for. So, now, you told me, too, that in this whole buildup uh, with the, uh, the wax, Dubs, you ended up having sex over the weekend. Didn't yeah, you? I did. So, it's not getting in your way then, right? No. But, PJ, are you having some sort of a problem?
4: Yeah. What's tonight, wrong? Tonight, uh, my girl, we had an argument. Uh, I was talking online to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was going on and on about how it All right, boat. she's here now, and yeah, she she's very here.
3: unhappy. She's giving the stink eye. I've had that look before, and it's not
1: a fun look to be getting. That's By the fine. way, hi, I'm Hefei. Nice to meet you. This is Tabitha. Hi, nice to meet you, Tabitha. So
4: yeah. what happened? Well, I was talking to a friend online, and she was going over her problems, and there was, like, a period of, like, five minutes where we didn't talk. I got the little time stamps on my right. messenger on AOL. hmm And, um... I just typed in there, you know, AOL for broadband. Hey, Dubs, how do we get a free trial of that? We call
3: 1 800 297 1025, 1 800 297 1025. A free trial of AOL for
1: broadband for WJFK listeners. You can get news and timestamps. So go ahead.
4: Yeah, well, there was a period of about five minutes where we to talk, there was no conversation. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, just out of joke, you know, hey, what are you wearing? And then, like, Two seconds after that, you know, put a little smiley face, and I put it, well, I had nothing else to say, or we're not talking, something like that. Well, I go in and take the shower, and I put the little way message up and everything. She reads it. Good for her. Good for her nothing. spying on you. <laughs> no, I don't do that to her. I don't expect her to so do So you it feel to me. like this is a privacy issue that's been uh, in well, not Well, kind of. I'm not really upset about that, but, like, the entire way here, like, I was like, what's wrong? Tell me. Just tell me. Come on. All right, she does not look happy.
3: Will you, do you have a different story than this, or is this about how it happened? Do you want to talk about it?
1: Yeah, the- and she's ignoring all of us now. It's as if none of us exist. Well, let me tell you, I'm on your side. Because yeah. I know Pimp Juice, and I don't believe he should be trusted. Oh, okay. And I think you're in the right. In fact, was this conversation on a laptop? No. Hey, <laughs> hey No. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. <laughs> um, all right, so now you're uh, you're in the doghouse and you got stinky ears. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that, bro. Is there anything he can do to get out of this uh, doghouse with you?
3: Does he have to wait it out? You can just shake your head yes or no. You don't have to talk. No, he can't do anything?
1: I say you break up with him now. Yeah, and I'm you, there. You and I go out to the 29er Diner and um, <laughs> I'll tell you everything about me. Separation and all. I'll let you read all my IMs.
3: You can get three strips of bacon.
4: I'll throw it. I'll throw a toast. Texas toast. Why
1: not supersize it? Oh man, <laughs> I got a job. You like orange juice? Or would you rather stick with coffee? It's cheaper. When we forget to get the toast. Stick with the coffee. Let's not go overboard. And not Denny's, either. I want a diner. Denny's is way too expensive. No skillets for you. Not yet. The moon's over my though, man. you got a lot of uh 866 277 You're so 29- uncomfortable in this nine. room right now. I don't feel uncomfortable. I didn't do anything. I'm not the one cheating on the beautiful lady who's in the room. I'm not cheating on her. <laughs> just a friend of mine. Jesus. You ask friends what they're wearing? It was a joke. I never do that. <laughs> Do you sniff your fingers after you type? (laughs) Don't be mad at us. I'm not. I'm mad at... Never mind. I'm I'm not. We're talking 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 to your chick. She's so beautiful sitting there in the corner. What are you doing, pimp Jews? Why are you asking other girls what they wear? Hey, speaking of girls and wearing things, Bateman, get in here. (laughs) Nice segue. I like that one. I can dig that. Dubs and I were out at Old Navy. Yeah, killing a little time because we figured all the show prep was done. And Dubs, I want to thank you for taking going shopping with me because mm-hmm. I, uh, I think I did a very good, uh, had a good day shopping. We had our we had our own game moments today.
3: Mm-hmm. We went shopping and uh, he was asking me if uh, these shirts would look good mm-hmm. on him.
1: Because here's the thing, uh, no, nobody can pick on you like J Dubs can. So I figure if I take him with me. He can't make fun of me because he helped pick out the clothes. And he was on He was on it. He tried to trick me into getting some plaids. And I tried them on, and I figured out I'm not a plaid guy. But I got a couple of pretty nice shirts, a nice solid black shirt. a uh, striped a long way because he says I, I shouldn't wear stri- horizontal stripes. Makes me look fatter. <laughs> gotcha. Or
3: fat. I, I think we need to go uh, shopping with Cameron sometime to get him out of
1: that pink shirt stage <laughs> he's in. Boy. Camera could definitely use a shopping trip with the hideout. So, Bateman, we saw something on the clearance rack. In fact, we're, you know how you used to wear the karate uniform. In fact, you used to come in here all the time, had your little karate uniform, your little yellow belt. So cute, Tabitha. You should have seen it. It was funny. Yeah. It was the good old days when he would do stuff for the show before he tried to now wiggle his way into the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, we are to go. So... We've bought you a new uniform until you leave the hideout. We've got you a new uniform that I want you to wear. Yep. I want you to even put it on right now. From Old Navy. It is a dark green camouflage shirt, size medium,
3: that says staff. It is one of the gayest looking shirts ever. I want you to tie it into a bun. Shocking that you guys want me to wear it. I mean, we want you to change and do it right now, too, in front of us. We want you to wear this. We want you to do a dance while you're doing it. This is your
5: official hideout you gear. yourself over there? A little bit. Gently. He's like half way of the party. He's like a creepy old man. He's like,
1: I want you to wear it. Gently. It's none of your business what we do under this console. Yeah. I take off your Rolling Stones 1995 tour shirt and put on your uniform. I was bitch. inspired by Joe Ardinger. And I want you to wear a
3: train bra, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Dubs by the way we go to J.C. Penney. Who knew you could get all kinds of cool stuff from J.C. Penney? Dubs, I bought him a Def Leopard shirt. Oh yeah. And Dubs is sporting it right now. It's beautiful. He's a big fan of photographs. Yeah. And don't forget about Animal. Yes, Punani. You, you, got them, you got You got him a medium. You sure that's not too big? I know. Actually,
3: there's only one of those in the...
0: In the... <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: the most thing I've ever seen. It's perfect. You're so
0: gay. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Look at him. What are you laughing at, Corolla? Just sniff
1: my ass again. Garrett Corolla, oddball, everybody get in here and laugh at Bateman. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. With that not... shirt, sure, Tommy needs to go to the intern sleepover.
5: I'm busy. I'm going to be at Pornodan.com. And
1: no, you're not. Yes, I am.
3: I can see him wearing that in just tighty-whities. <laughs>
1: Why would you think of that? I look good in that anyway. Uh, Pimp Juice, what do you think of his new uniform for the hideout?
4: It's uh, yeah, I'm glad I don't work here anymore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> see, good for you. He's this Punani, but he still shows up. Uh, hey. hey, Punani is a hideout pass holder and she can show up. He's making he, fun of me. I got to him. Whenever he damn well please. And by the way, um, what do you think of this, Tabitha? You can just nod. Is that is it, Mo? Just nod. She's nodding. Yes. That's mo- I think she hates you. Why would she hate me? Because you talked to her. Do you hate half a tabitha? There's no. No it's not. I'm on your side. It's pimp juice we should hate. hmm Yes. The infidel. Hey, ask Tommy what he's wearing. Ask him what he's wearing. What are you, what are you wearing? <laughs> See he's a cheater right in front of you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he's asking girls right in front of you what what they're wearing. Hey, you're the ones with boobs in the room. What are you talking about? That's Punani. These
5: are pecs. You actually almost look small compared to Matt Albert that night.
1: And you know, that's why I like going out with Sicada and Matt Albert. These two guys are huge, so I am so tiny I, I I'm next to them. They make me look slender. It's just like have you seen that video? It's called it's um it's Ron Jeremy kneading dough. Yeah with <laughs> this really, just like like he's, like he's pressing out a pie. Yeah, this is really fat, overweight uh, white chick, and he's working it. Oh. And um, but he
3: he starts playing it like a piano.
1: <laughs> but Ron Jeremy looks absolutely tiny. Yeah. Next to this fat hog, and that was me with the comedy dumplings, Cicada and Matt Albert. All right, do you like your new uniform? No, I don't care. It's not like anyone sees it. Well, until we get pictures for RadioHideout.com, which will happen soon. Okay? And I want that worn every night. And do me a favor, too. I sure hope it doesn't get lost. I want you as well. I need you to go home and wash it and dry it on high.
3: Yeah, so it shrinks even more. Because you guys are so
1: gay. It's a little loose. I want it to
3: be a belly shirt. (laughs) It's a little loose. If it's not, I want you to cut it off.
1: (laughs) In fact, tie it up. Just tie it up. No. <laughs> Hold on. It's, it's camouflage, right? Yeah. And it has staff written on it? I want you to be American.
3: I, I want you to uh, tie it up and then salute us.
2: <laughs> Do yeah. your civic We're, duty. Ooh, ah. Right here. Do your civic duty. There's a girl in the room. It's okay. That's not that gay. Yes, yes, it is that
5: gay. <laughs> you are it's creepy over there. I know. There. <laughs> I can't even see his other hand. That's what's really creeping me out. Don't worry about
1: it. You don't want to see it. No, I don't. Unless you ask. I need to borrow some of those thumbs up. sick now. All right. Well, there we are. Do we have the out music or are you too busy playing dress up? (laughs) By the way, um, make sure uh, you check this out. Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep have a great way to help you choose a car. Go to WJFK.com. W-J-F-K. And click on the Discover Your Banner Ride. Uh, discover Your Ride Banner. <laughs> oh, you broke it. You break the CD? Scumbag? What's wrong with I you? I can play this. Seriously, man. Come on. <laughs> attitude problem. That's what's going to keep you in the hideout is your attitude problem. If you just went with the bit, it would be so funny still. (laughs) Playing (laughs) dress-up. It's a classic. All right, so Pimp Juice, there's no getting together. I think think we've talked it out with Tabitha, and I think everything's going to be okay. I'm glad one of us does. How old are you, Pimp Juice? 22. How old is uh, your chick? 19. She's too hot for you. Thanks. Say that now. Thanks. She needs to be with a fat (laughs) Mexican. Are you are you into that demographic or no? Come on, twenty six. Got a radio show. And a gay, rubbing it in more and more to me, and a game producer. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the outfit. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to ignore us the rest of the night. Yep. He won't call us tomorrow. He'll call us because he'll have cause he has a guest, and he'll you know and hang
3: up immediately after that. Hang
1: immediately immediately after. And then two weeks later, he's going to be like, God damn it, man. It just really irks me when you guys do stuff like this to me. He won't just tell us. Then we'll go through the usual rigmarole. It's a bit, you know, it's part of the role in the show. People like to see you get made fun of. (laughs) See you in little camouflage shirts that say staff (laughs) every night. Mine's at half-mast. And now he's saying you're making it worse. (laughs) All right. Hey, I had fun tonight, did you? Yeah, it was a good time. We'll try to do it again tomorrow. Pimp Juice, thank you, baby. No problem, bro. Tabitha, I'm the loser. I'll give you my number before the end of the night. It's going to be good. Uh, thank you to Cicada and Matt Albert. Thank you to Fahrenheit 9-11, the new Michael Moore film. We gave out tickets to that during uh, Whose Weekend Was It? And I believe we're going to have more tickets to give away tomorrow, plus uh, a lot of guests lined up for you as well. And uh, a new friend of the hideout that we've made that we'll get to pretty soon. All right? Uh it's the high that one of six point seven W J F K Well bitch, five thousand.
0: Five thousand. Everybody sing <laughs> along.
3: Tommy's a virgin. You're a Mongol. I'm a Big Mo. I'm on the gay side. We need to feel the gay. Yeah, I'm 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 a gay homosexual. Tommy's a fad. Tommy's a virgin. Oh. Tubby the Fab,
6: Tubby the Virgin I'm a big mo, I'm a big mo Oh, how do you feel so good? Tubby the Fab, Tubby the Virgin
8: oh. Bow wow, new town
0: We need to feel the gay
9: to sleep with Hefe. Oh, Hefe, you
6: feel so good. Oh! Dubby's a fag. Tubby's
3: a virgin. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a gay homosexual. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. All right, this is
6: Troy Aikman. Oh, hey, you're okay. tuning in to The Hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. <laughs> this is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. i be smacking my hoes, everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard. Kick them to the floor, cause I... I'll be smacking my hoes! I'll be smacking my hoes! I'll be smacking my hoes!
9: Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. I'm not interested. I don't.